0: Welcome to FortiGuard Threat Intelligence Podcast. This is episode nine. I'm Alex Harvey. I'm Douglas Santos. And uh, just a a quick summary for this week, we've got the Facebook breach, Android CFI, and the WhatsApp compromise. And just a quick recap from last week, we had the Pegasus malware, Android malware, the Newegg CC credit card skimmer, and uh, Equifax uh, fines that came through from uh, Europe, from the EU. With that, Facebook breaches was the first mm-hmm. one. 30 million users affected
1: down from the initial estimate of 50 million. Yeah, so, 50 is- million. Uh, on September 25th, engineers from Facebook, they discovered that uh, some of the system might have a uh, security breach. And that at that time, it uh, was expected that 50 million user accounts uh, were compromised. Uh, they the attackers got access to account information by using uh, and exploiting a, a bug on the VOS feature. Yeah, which is uh, part of the Facebook platform. Yeah. So it's not like
0: it's part of uh, Apache Struts, which seems no. to be one of my favorite ones. This is actually the Facebook platform. It only exists on Facebook, Facebook. yeah. yeah. So they downgraded the number of users affected mm-hmm. from 50 to 30. It doesn't affect the chat, um, and it was mainly information mm-hmm. leakage, and not so much people gaining access, but mm-hmm. people being able to basically pull information. Pull information
1: from user yeah. accounts, yeah. So email addresses, username, phone numbers. Yeah. No for, passwords, though. No passwords, no passwords yeah. they, uh the, the vulnerability allowed attackers to get access to access tokens, which I, I think it works kind of like a cookie, right? Yeah. So with that information, attackers were able to log into user accounts and grab basically everything that is accessible yeah. to you once you log into your Facebook account. So different accounts were uh, were affected differently based on what information people yeah, were posted, put on. Yeah. yeah.
0: So about half of them had emails and username and phone numbers. Yeah. And the other half, they also had gender, hometown, Mm -hmm. um, as well as um, any other information. Oh, Mm -hmm. so yeah, um, last 10 places people have been since they've last logged in. in. Um, So some other information was also leaked on some Mm -hmm. of the accounts. Mm -hmm. Um, But this was a, a Facebook platform. Zero days, day. which
1: has been patched already, and Facebook, yeah. as they are stating throughout the the, the media, they are, are working with law enforcement to try to track yeah. down what was the what was the threat actor behind it. What are yeah. they looking for and information about uh, their whereabouts, right? Yeah. yeah. So breaches like this happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook is being very very responsible, mm-hmm. and they're actually keeping everyone. Very well mm-hmm. informed. Um, they're basically constantly pushing updates to what they know about yeah. this.
1: So far, the VOS feature has been disabled and yeah. they're conducting a thorough tri- investigation. Uh, code review yeah. investigation. Yeah. yeah.
0: And the other thing is, this didn't affect any of the third party applications yeah, that cross link no. in, um, nor Facebook Messenger, which is one of their mm-hmm. other platforms and other tools. Mm-hmm. So it was very restricted into where yeah. this vulnerability affected. Mm-hmm. So that's the Facebook one. Um, They actually have a way that you can actually verify if your account was Mm -hmm. part of the breach or not. Mm -hmm. and I think actually that they're slowly reaching out to people that were part of the breach. Yeah. they get a notify, there's some people, notification yeah. that happens if you were yeah. part of it, but if you wanna appease yourself, you can also go check, yeah. there's a way of checking if, on that if you,
1: if you are actually affected by this breach, uh, you have been logged out of Facebook, yeah. and once you logged in, you'll be warned that you yeah. were part of that, and uh, as a precautionary uh, action, Facebook has resetted the access tokens for yeah. all of these accounts that may have been compromised. Yeah, which means you're logging back in on every device
0: you own. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> um, with that, the the Android CFI, so this is Android control flow integrity. So this is not a vulnerability, this is a new feature being added to the Android kernel or the Linux Mm -hmm. kernel specific for Android. Um, which has to do specifically around branches. Mm -hmm. So basically this is to try and prevent a lot of the code reuse vulnerabilities that we see all the time on Android. Mm -hmm. Um, This is really one of the very few ways on Android to do anything malicious is Mm -hmm. to use something like this to either get escalation Mm -hmm. or inject something. Almost all the the malware we're seeing on Android that's Mm -hmm. doing something evil, one of the ways it's doing it is Using this vulnerability
1: that they're trying to basically design out with CFI. Yeah, uh, CFI is, as Alex was was telling, it's a security mechanism that tightens up the branches that a program may take. So it's something that may 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 have to be used and compiled. Uh, yeah, sorry, you have to be built in at compile time and at compile time the compiler will identify all the branches that a program may take, so if a program is executing and it's taking a branch that was not supposed to be taken as it, as it is in the case on code we use attacks, somebody may overwrite a, an EIP pointer and that pointer will, um, will jump to a function that was not ever called during that execution flow, so that may flag a malicious intent malicious code being executed in the, um, in the context of that program. So this feature basically restricts what which branches a program may take in an attempt to mitigate yeah. those code reuse attacks.
0: So yeah, when you hit a branch point mm-hmm. in code, essentially it's looking for an address and that address tells it where to jump to mm-hmm. based on a condition. Yeah. So what they're doing is they're preventing that address from being something that it isn't supposed to be, Mm -hmm. aka they now have a list, this branch point can only be one of these three targets or one of these Mm -hmm. three things can happen when you go through here. Mm -hmm. So by doing that they can very much restrict the flow of the program to work the way they expect it to Mm -hmm. rather than all of a sudden have it jump to somewhere random that's specified by the attacker Mm -hmm. which is how the attacker is getting these things to work. So this changes how the flow works. Mm -hmm. Um, and if this is done with the LLVM compiler. So the mm-hmm. compiler is actually the one that gets smarter. Mm-hmm. There is also changes in the kernel as well to support it, mm-hmm. but the two work together. So the kernel change is 50% of it. The other 50% is going to be recompiling of all mm-hmm. the Android programs mm-hmm. to use CFI in the future. So there's two parts to it. Um, this will be interesting to see how this affects malware on Android mm-hmm. in the
1: future. Um, yeah it's being it's being added to kernel android kernel versions 4.9 and 4.14 yeah. and actually uh, and android vendors who actually use the android operating system they on their uh, cell phones and and uh, devices must enable the the feature on the kernel. Yeah. It is present but it's be, it must it's be disabled enabled on enable yeah. compile time right? Yeah
0: so yeah. it'll be we still don't know if Google will be enabling it on the Nexus devices mm-hmm. yet by default. None of that has really been announced yet. Um oh, so 3. the Pixel 3 launched with it. Is the but first one. Is the first one. But the other Nexus devices might get it through an update, they mm-hmm. might not. Um, that's still an unknown. So mm-hmm. we don't know the full scope of which where it's gonna end up. Mm-hmm. Um, and keep in mind there is still a compiler element to it. Mm-hmm. So if you're using the new sdk it should be compiling with it so it'll be interesting to see how many apps are compiled with it and mm-hmm. how many devices have it enabled by mm-hmm.
1: default or, or if you're an advanced user you can root your device root your and device compile can, your yeah, own your kernel own
0: <laughs> a lot of extra work um, with that the whatsapp compromise so whatsapp mm-hmm. is chat messenger um, actually owned by facebook Yeah. Um, used for kind of a Skype replacement to a certain degree, mm-hmm. a little bit more widespread than that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been around now for a few years and they have a one of the features that it supports is video calls. Video calls. So it does audio and video calls, which is why we relate it more to mm-hmm. Skype rather than a lot of the other mm-hmm. platforms that are out there. Um, and they have a vulnerability in their RTP stack, which is their video transfer protocol mm-hmm. stack, which basically allows a user, if you answer a call, to compromise the app on your device. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they'll gain access to all your history, all your chats, everything that's been done with the app, they now have access to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is an RTP bug. Um,
1: it was patched, so... Yeah, patched in uh, September 28th, on the Android uh, client, and October 3rd on the iPhone. For iOS, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And it's um, it was never in the wild, as far as we mm-hmm. know, at least not yet. It mm-hmm. was a POC by a researcher to prove that this was the case, and. WhatsApp responded very quickly to get it patched yeah. and fixed, it was, yeah. it was... very
1: coordinated and yeah. responsibly disclosed. Yes. Uh, right now, there are proof-of-concept exploits uh, uh, disclosed by the, the researcher that uh, found this, this bug and uh, there's information about how to recreate the, that information, but there's not too much information about which versions are affected, which is strange or I don't well, know, yeah. not usual, yeah. actually, right? So the best thing yeah. we can say is if you
0: have it, mm-hmm. make sure you've updated. Yeah, that's yeah, the biggest yeah, yeah. one is yeah, make sure course. that you've updated because um, that's kind of one of those critical things that yeah. with Android and iOS apps, it's kind of version numbers are kind of all over the place at times, mm-hmm. so the best thing to know is if there is a vulnerability in mm-hmm. app, make sure that you've gone through, hit refresh yeah. and update. That's and the best and don't do. answer video calls yeah, from people, people you, you don't, don't know.
1: know. <laughs> you shouldn't do that's that like to the, begin yeah, with, yeah, but hey. Okay. You know. If you're a curious person and can help yourself, yourself at this time at yeah, least, yeah you your don't answer yeah make
0: sure you've patched it for you answer yeah, yeah um so this one's interesting because mm-hmm. it is targeting a stack protocol that's built into the whatsapp application yeah. Yeah. so with that that's what we have for this week shockingly enough nothing with two-factor for once yeah. we're not bugging you guys about why don't you have two-factor yeah. that never happens
1: people might might be learning i guess yeah they might be learning
0: <laughs> that's only this week yeah as right, guys tune in next time have Thank a good one you guys